and welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and I'm Elle. We are three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has to throw at us and all the lessons in between. You guarantee completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, and just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you enjoy this episode, you can click follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello, Hello. ladies. Hi. Virtual life, take three. <laughs> oh, girls, this virtual life, I'm not sure it's for us, you know. No. Neither am I, but can I just say, I, um, I'm not wishing bad Wi-Fi on anyone, but usually it's me, and today it's Jane, so <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't feel as guilty. <laughs> it is. Yeah, we are battling the elements, we really are, but we're doing our best to deliver a good, fun, cracking podcast, cracking podcast. We're, we're really trying our best, aren't we, girls? It's, uh, guys, it's honestly, it's fine. I'm, so I'm down my caravan, which is in Rochester, but I'm on the top of a bloody hill somewhere. So my Wi-Fi is a bit shit, but I'm adamant <laughs> to make this work. So we will be fine. It is going to be a great episode, absolutely. And, oh, God, by the way, I realise how much I said the word absolutely. I do it as well. Oh, God, I hate the word. I'm not sure absolutely is one of my words, but I've really tried hard not to say right so much. <laughs> <laughs> or okay. <laughs> okay, I I tried not to do like, uh, like, like, and I just can't. So I've accepted it's a part of my personality. And if people are going to love me, they're going to love all of me. If mm-hmm. not, you don't deserve me, okay? No, I'm joking. Um, I but love yeah, that. I just try. <laughs> I tried so hard and then I could hear it. But I, I think I do it in day-to-day life as well. So there's absolutely no chance that I'm not going to be able to do that. But it's fine. So, girls, it is Easter Sunday. How are you both? I am ecstatic that we are not recording at five o'clock in the morning my time. I've oh, got more God, energy. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, is there any sort of Easter things going on in Singapore or absolutely not? So, we had Good Friday off, but we don't get um, Bankology Monday. So I've had a long weekend and it is celebrated here. Like Christianity is one of the the religions, but it's such a multicultural place. There's so many other religions here as well. So like in a couple of um, weeks, I think it's next Friday, actually, um, we are getting some time off um, because it's the end of Ramadan. Um, So, yeah, it's been a real eye opener from a cultural point of view. And I mean, I'm not going to lie, I'm loving all the bank holidays. Also get May the 1st. It's Labor Day. Mm. I don't even know what that one is for. So I need to research that. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm here for it. And I'm going to make the most of it. Love that. Will you get the coronation off for the king? So I don't because... Actually, do I? Because it is. it used to be a sovereign um, state, I believe. I don't think I'll get it off. Um, but that's the weekend I come home. So I'll miss the actual coronation, but then I land on the Sunday and then I've got the Monday off. So unintentionally Perfect. planned it quite well. Yes, you did. I love that. You're going to need that as well after all of Singapore life, after the flight back, you're just going to need one day to just get your shit together and then get back to work. Oh gosh, well, I know. One day is actually not enough, is it? I know. Mm. Girls, like... I think I'm going to really struggle only because since December 26th, yeah, from between Boxing Day 2022 and May 
2023 I've only been in the UK for three weeks I know I've missed the whole of winter basically which I'm not sorry about but I'm just like oh my goodness what what on earth what am I gonna do it's gonna be a bit of a it'll be a shock to the system it's gonna be anticlimactic because you've got nothing well I don't know if you oh no you've got holidays and stuff booked in haven't you but nothing like long term no, nothing long term because I used a lot of my holiday to go to Australia. So um, yeah, the next uh, next part of this year, I'm going to be, um, I guess, yeah, I'm just going to be in the UK. What am I going to do? Which selfishly, I'm very happy about. But for um, you, I'm sad. Same. <laughs> Same. I think I'm going to quite enjoy it though because I've really missed interacting with people. Like I think you really understand how much your friendships mean to you and um when my mum was out here and my dad she was like we haven't spoke to you we knew you were having a great time um and now we're here and we can experience it with you it's actually quite difficult to talk to people at home because it reminds you how far you are away from home yeah which is a weird situation because it's not I'm not lonely or homesick but you just miss people so then when you talk to them it's like oh god I'm a real long way away I'm missing out on these life events or like things that are seemingly quite normal like just going for coffee or like what you up to do you want to go and get a drink or whatever you don't really have that here well I don't really have that here because there's less people you don't really know that many people so yeah it's a, it's a real strange one it's it's quite I don't know. It's it's just a different situation to find yourself in. Yeah, you're well, in such a bubble, aren't you? Like I feel yeah. like you're in such a Singapore bubble where you live, your work, like you you know where to go if you want to go and get food and all of those little things. And I know what you mean. Like whenever I've been away for a, a, a bit of a longer period of time, I think I did like nearly a month in New York a few years back, and I loved it so much. But you do just slot into the way that you live in fact when I did India for god India, India. our long-term <laughs> podcast wow. know all about India but that was three and a half weeks <laughs> and I really was in my own bubble Jesus Christ as much as I wished I was home nothing to do with India the country by the way it was the circumstance in my own personal life um but yeah like you're in such your own little world you sort of have to shut off from back home don't you otherwise otherwise you do miss people then you do feel homesick but you just have to enjoy the time while you're out there so I can imagine that you just sort of switch off a bit Steve yeah it's going so quick as well so quick like I've been here a month already wow a month yeah oh yeah. my god yeah it's going it's going That's so crazy. quick I'm like on count. Well, when I say I'm on countdown, I'm not on countdown, but I keep counting the weekends. I'm like, oh my god, I've got so much to fit in. What am I? What am I going to do? Where's oh. it going to fit? Like, oh, I need to get it all done. Oh, do it. No, you'll be fine. Also, there is all the time in the world to have coffees and and catch ups when you get back. So just enjoy it for what you can now. Be, I know you will anyway. You're great at at being present and and so solo traveling you are a little jet setter on your own there is something quite empowering about it like don't get me wrong it's lovely to I would always prefer to do it with someone to have those shared experiences but there is something quite empowering about doing it on your own yeah absolutely you're there we go there's the first absolutely (laughs) (laughs) 
like you're you're totally right your independence you get to be with yourself like relationship to self is like the most important relationship right and you get to develop that in a beautiful country also while you're working like let's be fair you're not gonna never yeah. yeah exactly oh. I am out here working as well <laughs> which um I have to keep reminding myself as well um especially tomorrow when I've got to get get up and it's actually bank holiday Monday back at home so oh. yeah I tell you what girls I have noticed that I get like li- I, all over my legs I've got like these little spots where they just don't tan and I was thinking I'm getting that thing you know where your melatonin gets attacked by Is your body <laughs> yes honestly I've got all these little spots on my leg and I was like how would I feel if I actually developed that? And then I said it to my mum and my mum was like, don't be so silly, you're not getting it. And then she was like, there's one on your chest. There's one on your oh chest as God. well. <laughs> oh, bless you. Yeah, that's, oh, oh, that's, that's a really, like... that's really, someone that we went to school with, Elle, she developed that um, in a, yeah, she had I a real, yeah, I think she really struggled with it and then is now like really, learning to feel empowered by it and and for it to be a part of you well it is a part of her you know you know it's so when you get older and all of these things start happening I mean obviously health is health right and you prioritize that but I think you get to a certain point in life where you're just like I need to look after my body there's something not right at the moment um Hugh Jackman he just put up a post about um he has um he's found a few different skin cancer spots on his uh, body and obviously he's Australian isn't he but he had one on his nose and he said it, you know it's been it, that one was benign but he he done a really good like shout out the other day on Instagram just to be like hi guys just gentle reminder the sun is really fierce so look after your skin yeah. and it made me realize how much I don't put sun protection on my face like I'm sun worshiper I love it and now that the spring is here and the sun's coming, I'm like, oh, I need to go and get myself on a little sunbed and sort my skin out. That's going to really make me feel better. But now I'm like, fuck, I can't be doing that to my body. What, what am I doing? What am I doing? Jade sunbeds as well. I know. SPF 50 on your face every day, even in the winter. Honestly, it's the biggest like aging tip from someone who looks like a wrinkled old fucking hag no but, you've, um, got everyone will t- <laughs> you've got the best skin <laughs> everyone will tell you spf 50 on the face every day and you know what there is there must be something in spf because my skin has never looked so good it's like glowing and i don't mean when i've got it on i mean just in general i really think some sort of ingredient in spf has made my skin so much better really um, yeah, I need honestly. recommendations because sometimes I put I I'm like right I'm going to be a good person I'm going to look after my face I'm going to put sun cream on like I do out here anyway but I'm not really wearing makeup um but like to put sun cream on and then put makeup on on top I just find it so greasy and I think it's yeah. because I'm probably using bloody Nivea body sun cream when I should be like investing yeah. in a face sun cream well- <laughs> You've asked the right person, girls. I'm all over this. There is one, um, La Roche-Posay, it's like Anthelios, it's called, which is just the best. It's like an um, in a small bottle, but it lasts forever. SPF 50 plus, it's amazing. But also, at the moment, I run out of that. And then I'm using a Garnier one, which is really quite cheap, but it's like, it's almost exactly the same. So with a lot of brands, like, I'm going to butcher this, but like I know Lancome is a L'Oreal brand. Different, yeah. really high-end brands are made in the same factories as L'Oreal. So a lot of the time, you can get almost an identical formula 
um, but for so much cheaper by going for like L'Oreal Garnier, et cetera, et cetera. Because so much of the cost is in like the marketing bump of oh. having like a designer brand. Yeah. So this Garnier one, it's, it's cheap, but it's like amazing. It's really, really good. I'll send you the link anyway. Um, yeah, please do. I, really I need to get on this. Yeah. And also you like, you might even find you don't even want to put makeup on over the top because it such, gives such a nice glow yeah. that you just look... I'm right on my skincare at the moment. I really, like, I want to come away from, like, I love wearing makeup, but I want it to be, like, wearing makeup for a particular occasion or going out. But my my skin, I notice, obviously, they've had the shows in Coventry this week, and I've noticed that I'm a picker. If I'm stressed, I will pick any part of my body. Not any part of my body, that sounded weird, but, like, (laughs) pick at my face. (laughs) I will literally pick up my face and I have literally done my entire jawline, like trying to find the most minute thing. I have literally just picked up my face. I also do that um, dermaplaning, you know, oh, where yeah. you take the top layer of um, skin off and it also yeah. takes the hair off as well. But I found by doing that, it gives me quite like, like I've never had as many blackheads as I've seen. And my sister said, really? apparently, yeah, well, where it takes the hair away, hair is the natural protector for, for your skin from, like, bacteria and stuff. So without that hair there, more bacteria can get into your pores. So that's why I'm experiencing more, like, blackheads. But I am, like, on this hype. I mean, obviously, it starts with your diet, I'm sure. And I've been eating all right, but I'm on this, like, I need to get some serious products again. I just need to rehaul my beauty regime, I think, and find some decent products. I mean that are kind to the wallet obviously yeah and there are really good ones out there but I mean I don't know what our listeners are into but you know this so my bag I love all of this shit maybe we could start doing a like bargain of the week bargain thing (gasps) of the week that is going to be like and it could be anything it could be like I don't know some sort of food offer that's on or or whatever whatever something that makes us feel good that's like purse-friendly Oh my god! Yes, oh my god! If anyone's listening and you've got an idea of what you'd like to like, drop them into the emails. Long story short, podcast twenty two at gmail dot com, or just pop onto our Instagram and send us over some messages. If you've got any things that you want, little tips or tricks to buy, whether that's days out in London because you know I'd love a good day out and a good activity, whether that's a product, whether that's flights like we've got a few different expertise we can put together here yes <laughs> we have steve is basically our like little travel agent over exactly. there always yeah. finding the best deals totally l-u-r products and fashion and lifestyle and uh all I'm... the materialistic things <laughs> not babes don't worry i'm over here telling you which pubs and places to drink in so let's be fair <laughs> Jay, do you also bring the spiritual aspect? I never knew about yes. moons and crystals and lights and all that sort of oh, stuff. So okay. uh, I'm here for it. Guys, this is just going to become this holistic lifestyle hall where we also Isn't it? Just... go through people's dilemmas and be like, whoa. I can find you a £2.50 crystal that's going to save you from blah, 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 blah. Maybe Love we can incorporate that. it into our dilemmas. Oh, Elle, I took all your crystals with me to uh, Coventry. Oh, did you? Send you, a little, send you a little picture of all of my little meditation set up. I have a little altar oh. that I take on travels with me and it's like, so that I can just meditate in the morning. But yeah, you just reminded me. 
with the crystals. Oh, I love that so much. Actually, right, this is, I'm going off on a tangent, but same sort of thing. I was going to ask you, Jay, because I got invited um, by the people at the Sky Garden to go and either do mm. yoga, Pilates or meditation up in the, well, I say up in the clouds at the top of the Sky Garden. But yeah. obviously at the moment, I'm not really meant to do, be doing much exercise like yoga and Pilates. So should we go and do a meditation in the yeah. Sky Garden? And oh. Steve, obviously you can come when you're back. Oh my god, yes, I'm all over this. I would love that. That the sky gardens are beautiful. Like the gardens themselves and all the exotic plants that they have up there are stunning. But yeah, so God, beautiful. Want me to meditate in the clouds? I'm sold, L. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, I'll send you over the timetable because it's quite early. Like one of them was like 7 a.m. on Thursday. And I thought, fuck that. I can't, I don't, I'm not quite sure. But do you know what? We'll make it work. I'm gonna be committed to the meditation because I feel like this is gonna get me through this year girls I've just decided meditation is where it's going to be at try it out it doesn't like not everybody likes it but at least if you give it a good go you know you know and the thing is is if you if you start feeling the benefits of it it's like waking up on Christmas morning you're like get me up get me out of bed and get me downstairs it's that's how I feel when I wake up in the morning I get up and I'm like get me into my little space get my candles on get my incense burning it's like you want to get up in the morning, you know, yeah. you don't, it's not a chore. It's like, oh, I can't wait to clear my headspace and focus on the day. And yeah, that's how I feel. About Jay, it. do you do it on your own or do you like listen to somebody? Uh, so I have a guided meditation that I use. Um, I use all different ones, but mainly the one that I use on day to day is called, it's an app called Calm. Um, and I pay oh, yeah. for it. Um, and they have a variety of different meditations that I find really helpful because I'll wake up and I'll not know how I'm feeling or like it's got different sections, it's got like an emotion series, it's got seven days of gratitude, seven days of happiness, it's got like migraine and tension release meditations. It's just got such a great mix. This is not an ad, by the way, you know, if you do want to start first, feel free. <laughs> But I find it's got a great mix. Um, you can find meditations if you don't want it. There, there's a free, you can, you can use it for free or you can pay for it and get uh, unlock all of the meditations. There's another one I think it's called Mind, but I don't use that one. Um, but I've heard good things. There is a one, there's ones on YouTube that you can find. People, yeah. there's like people that you can follow and subscribe to and they put up meditations on a regular um but if you do just want to do I mean if you're new to meditation I think it's helpful to have a guided one but if if um if you are someone that's experienced you can just put some calming soundscapes on and just take your time and, and listen to those so um yeah there's there's loads of different ones you can also just go like if you'd like to visit a buddhist center or a temple like they do welcome people in that you can you can do it with some uh people that practice buddhism and you know get into that there's whatever works for you like some people call it meditation some people call it just taking time and focusing on your breath whatever it is for you like it's just an opportunity for you to sit down for 10 minutes or longer and just focus on your breathing and it's amazing what comes to you in the sense of like thoughts or things and the idea is that you you whatever you get distracted by thoughts you know you'll start thinking about yesterday's dinner whatever and it's about how you bring yourself back into like focus like oh no come back to the breath come back to the breath so it's about constantly uh being I guess distracted and then bringing yourself back to the present and I I find it really helps especially for performance because often on stage sometimes you'll go into a little bit of a oh my god is that person's hair purple and then you're like oh. <laughs> 
I'd be the fucking worst at that. I would literally just stop and forget my lines and be like staring at people. Oh, Girls, God, honestly, on Wednesday, I, I was telling you, but the performance, there was people singing off the back of the stage. They were, they had no awareness that we were in middle of performance, even though all the lights were on and the corridor light was shut off backstage. Anyway, they started singing and it was so fucking distracting. And that is when I needed my meditation skills the best, which was like, come back to the moment. But at one point I was standing yeah. in front of the stage and I got so distracted. I thought I was going to pass out. Shit, you not. Oh my God. I, know. I, I Honestly, I thought I was going to pass out. Like, it, hence the reason I'm saying to you, the, the skill of coming back to the present moment and breath work really helped me to kind of like calm my nervous system down and calm my brain down and carry on. And I carried on talking all the way through it, considering all I was thinking was, fuck, I'm going to pass out. Fuck, I'm going to pass out. Mm. I, oh I, God, still, I was still delivering lines. So my brain is learning this skill of like being distracted, but then coping and coming back to. So that's where it's been really beneficial for me uh, in one area. But yeah, we're going on a whole tangent, but I love this conversation <laughs> and I will talk for days. So uh, stop me now. Right. Well, let's get into it. Our episode is all about rivalry, especially um, between siblings, loved ones, family members not necessarily friends but some of you are having some issues with the people that you just can't cut off or can maybe you can cut your family members off (laughs) maybe we'll tell you to cut them off but before we get there are you girls even going to attempt the next part let's give it a go every week until we are not virtual yeah okay Okay. it's time for stevie's word of the week (laughs) oh my god oh, i mean it's god loves promising god loves a trier that's all that i've was... got to say on that oh, i thought that was the best one so far me too me it, too. it probably was one of the better ones <laughs> which is not saying much let's be honest we've got a way to oh, go god. but it's not you two it's technology yeah it's not you it's me right steve over to your word of the week bibulous oh I know this. Oh, I love it when Jade said this because then she doesn't know it and it's a great definition. <laughs> Bibulous. Oh, Jade. I'm sure I know it's like it's something to do with books and reading. Oh, Stevie's laughing. Okay, so it's either <laughs> so it's either Bibulous is either to do with like literature, books and reading, or bibliotech is oh, German for yeah. yeah what is it German for is it for church is it library or no it is library isn't it bibliotech yeah you're right it's got something to do with literature I know that much I don't know exactly but I know that bibliotech is German for library I think you're right L. so I something think like Biblius that, has got something to do with writing or scribing or literature whether that I think it might be book form so like a book please don't tell me it's about Jesus L, do you want to have a go <gasps> yeah it's going to be something to do with Easter yeah Okay, I I think it's uh Jesus. I I can't bring a body part into into Please Jesus, don't can bring I? A body no, part. Um, Please, I not today. I think Bibulus is stories of Jesus. I think he might be right. I think it's Jesus stories. <laughs> Jesus face. <laughs> Jesus. I.e. the Bible. Yeah. It actually means excessive drinking. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> Listen, I will celebrate anybody that can turn water into wine. So that is a good exactly. <laughs> oh, 
That was amazing. I'm loving the thought process because <laughs> bibliotech in German is library. Biblioteca in Spanish is library. Um, but no, it, it means amazing. excessively fond of drinking alcohol. Oh, see, I told you, girls. Yes. Honestly, learning German was an absolute waste of time for me because, <laughs> you know, I still managed to get it wrong. But there was logic there. There so, was logic, um, yeah. For once, there was, was we actually yeah. had a point behind um, the guess. Oh, great! Which is an improvement, I suppose. Great. That's brilliant, Steve. Yeah, yeah. So, if you put that in a sentence, how would you put that in a sentence? So, the example I have in front of me, which is not my own, um, is he plays a bibulous editor at a London publishing firm. Ah, so, basically, a drunken okay. publisher. Yeah. yeah. Or you could, I think you can describe, um, so it says a biblious person is someone who likes to drink alcohol to excess. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I tell you what, girls, I've not been a biblious person in 2023 because I still haven't drunk any alcohol all year. Have you not? No. Good for I you. I know. The well, thing is, I literally haven't really had a chance, have I? Like with everything that's, you know, obviously your bladder just hates the old alcohol. And yeah, I just haven't had a moment of like feeling all right enough to have it. But you know what? I feel great. And I've been in like a couple of social settings, not not much. And I haven't missed it at all. I'm quite happy with my Diet Coke. Do you think, Elle, it's because you've not been particularly well in terms of health? Because oh, I think... for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, obviously, we've I've started the year with like a two-week kidney infection. Then I had the first op. Then I had the second op. Then then it all went tits up again. So I just, do you know, I, I, I wouldn't have drunk anyway. But there was like a week or so in between where I probably could have treated myself to a little a little red wine. And I just thought, you know what? I don't think... I'm not sure it's even worth it for me at the moment. So times are times are maybe changing, she says. But then I keep saying, like, I can't imagine being on a night out like any of our birthdays or something like that with the things that we did and not having a wine or having something. Yeah. Can't quite imagine that. Yeah. So I've not then, been in that scenario yet. But then that's the thing. I think we ha- like I'm definitely trying to reframe drinking in my own head because it's just not helpful for me. It makes me so anxious the next day. Like the after effects of drinking alcohol at the minute are like definitely not. I think what you go into, what you going when you when you're having a drink, like why are you having it? So, are you going into mm. it to celebrate? Is it part of a special occasion where it feels nice to have a cheers and celebrate with a, a couple of drinks? But I do think, I do think, especially the Z generation below us, I don't think alcohol is going to be for our parents' generation, for our generation. I don't think it's something that we are I think it's, I think I think it's changing I don't think generations yeah, below us really care for it I think that people are really becoming aware of like the effects of alcohol and, and the shit you know circumstances that can arise from having too much alcohol and stuff I just think that there is more of an awareness and there's more alcohol free options than there ever have been before and I definitely notice it in the pub I haven't worked in there for a while but I definitely started to notice like people just being in there and it wasn't just dry January it was like nope people are sober or people just like yeah. choose not to drink and there's alternatives that they can socialize with I think it's um I mean like you say I do I love a glass I'm gonna have a glass of wine today with dinner but yesterday I didn't have a drink at all even though we were out in a social setting I was like no I'll have a coke as well it's just it's just about making choices for yourself isn't it so I love that I love that you're feeling great yeah I mean well feeling great oh. <laughs> in terms of like <laughs> in you know just just as good as I can 
given the circumstances, I would say. So yeah, and also like wine makes me so emotional and I am a running tap of tears all day, every day, have been for 2023. So can you imagine (laughs) what I would be like after a couple of wines? I would just be inconsolable. So, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying not being so much of a bibulous person. Love that. Might drop. Well, I had a drink yesterday at Rugby Sevens and um, I had quite a lot to drink. I was probably tipsy drunk, like on that borderline. Didn't wake up with hangover or anything, but I just thought, you know what? Did it add anything to my day? Like I enjoyed yeah. drinking it, but did it add anything to my day? And then I was a bit like, oh, I don't know. I'm I'm just going off of alcohol at the minute, mm. I think. I'm going through a little stage and I've not drunk too much since I've been out here, but I just thought, oh, maybe not. I hear maybe you. not. I hear ya. Oh, girls, look at us turn over a little if we are absolutely 30. Oh, I yeah. know it was Do you know what as so well? boring. The hangovers at 30 are next level. So, yeah, yeah, I'm not here for that. Not for me. I was saying this actually to um, a friend, Sydney, the other day. She was, I was like, do you remember when we would literally, I remember when I was temping for a little while in between kind of acting jobs and I was working with her at her company. We would literally walk home down the river, go into the old Salt Quay, buy, we do, we do like two bottles a night, probably. <gasps> yeah, guys, like oh probably like three God. nights of the week. Girls, I used to get up and go to work wow. the next day. What the? Now, my God, I had two glasses and I'm like, Ugh, I feel rubbish the next day. So, yeah, uh, yeah your body just can't do it. Well, just mine can't anyway. But just, what Sydney was saying to me, she was like, Jay, that's why I don't I don't drink anymore. Obviously, since she's had baby Ollie, but she, uh, she was like, I can't drink because I used to wake up the next day, feel terrible, but then drink through it. You know, do your oh, day of job. Yeah. And then drink oh, my God. It. Like drink through, like go go to the pub afterwards and just like drink through the hangover. And I'm like, that's the dangerous territory, isn't it? When you're when you're soothing that hangover with the, uh, the hair of the dog, you know. Well, thanks for that, Steve. That sent us down another. But oh, that was a great word of the week this Easter Sunday. Woo. So this week's topic is we wanted to call it sibling rivalries, but actually. You siblings are just having some problems in your love life. So we're going to say this is like sibling love rivalries, which is so juicy. There's so much going on. And I'm so sorry for our readers having such a terrible time, but it makes for a juicy dilemma to read and answer. So here we go. I don't know how to say this without sounding awful. I'm an identical twin, but my sister is prettier than me. I'm smart, but she's smarter. Oh my God. She plays sport. She's got the good job. She has the perfect house and life. And I've always resented her for it a bit. Because of this, she doesn't always listen to my opinion, which I do understand as I've had many opinions over the years. But her husband has always been really flirty with me. (gasps) Even our mum has noticed it. And I don't want to get my mum involved as she'd be horrified at a conflict. I know I can speak to him and tell him to calm down, but surely I should also speak to her. I know she'll think I'm causing trouble and reject me even more, though. Oh, God. Okay, so you you have always been jealous of your sister. That's that's how this reads. But your her husband has now started to be really flirty with you. You feel like you need to say something, but you're worried that you're going to... You're worried that your sister's going to think oh, this is just one another one of her things, almost like the boy who cried wolf. That's what I'm getting from this. Yeah. It's so bloody hard. I mean, you are right. I think you should speak to her husband and just say, look, I'm picking up on these weird vibes. What is this about? This isn't right. 
But yeah, I mean, look, if it was me, I would want to say something to my sibling, although it would be weird if my brother's fiance started flirting with me, but I would want to say something to him. But I know, but I guess for you, it's like, is it worth causing the trouble if she's just not going to believe you anyway? Also, what is he like? Is he malicious? Like, is he doing this purposefully? Is he Is he like, oh, this sounds really horrible, but is he doing, is he flirting with you as a like, oh, I'm just going to wind her up and be flirty and make her feel uncomfortable, but like not at, like, does that sound, do you understand well, what I mean? Like, is he just doing it just to be a dickhead with a big ego and actually yeah. interested, but he's just being like, oh, you know, a little flirt here to make, like to purposely make you feel uncomfortable. Because what I'm thinking is if you approach him and he's like, what are you talking about? And then he goes back to his wife and is like, she's only said that I'm flirting with her. I think the first person that you go to maybe potentially is, or even do it in front of her. Mm. Say, like, why do you, just, just to let you know X, Y, Z, that makes me really uncomfortable when you, do that and it feels really odd so please don't you know you could say it in a joking way whilst your sibling is there I'm just concerned that this guy's got another agenda and he's just purposely mm. trying to wind you up maybe he's picked up on the fact that you maybe you know sometimes feel a bit jealous of your sister and, and he's, he's thinking like I don't know it just feels really mean really bullish to me but I could be reading it wrong but maybe call no him Jade I agree I completely agree with you. He has created the perfect storm. If he is flirting with you and it's not just him, if it's not his way and he's not just trying to be friendly, which I would suggest he probably, because your mum's picked up on it, I would suggest that there's something a little bit underhand going on here. But he's created the perfect storm because you can't say something to your sister without her thinking that you're just trying to be interfering. You can't get your mum involved, like you've said. I think you've got to be really bold here. And when he next does it, you say to him, oh, I find that a bit inappropriate. Please don't do that anymore. So you're not approaching him so that he can then go and tell your sister. This is so annoying because it makes you look like the crazy one. Every eventuality makes this look like you're the crazy one as if you're acting yeah uh, as if you've you've kind of fabricated it and made it up in your head because that's what you want to happen that's yeah you're right he has definitely made up the perfect storm here and that it's it oh it's tender isn't it also like fuck him I think you probably just have to have a chat with your sister as well because the fact that you feel this like comparison and and all of that that's just not healthy for your relationship and you're never going to have a great relationship if you're feeling that way like do you know what funnily enough you might turn around to her and be like I've always been a bit jealous of you I feel like you're you're more beautiful you're all of the things that you said and I can imagine like if she loves you which I'm sure that she does she'll probably be like are you joking me like she probably either feels the same way or she's like I think you're beautiful I think you have all of these things I think I think we compare ourselves so much don't we well I think we spoke about this last week but we compare ourselves to other people so much and you never know what's going on for other people like the person that you think is like the utmost of all of the things and that you aspire to be like you know that they might turn around and be like you're joking like I think my life's shit in comparison to yours I think you're all of these things I think you need to build a relationship with your sister first and foremost because I mean fuck this guy anyway I know it's her husband but like if he's doing that he obviously doesn't love your sister if he's flirting with her sister that's fucking wild I wonder if he's got some like weird twin fantasy or something which is just weird you can fucking you can shut that shit down you need to build a relationship with your sister she's your priority here Tell her how you're feeling about your relationship. And then if you feel like you've maybe broken through a wall, you can say like, okay, like I want our relationship to be prioritised and this is what, you know, I've, we've, I've got this off my chest and we've spoke about this. And then maybe say, 
I've been feeling a little bit uncomfortable. The reason that I've come to you with this is because I realize how weak our relationship is because I feel like I've needed to come to you with something completely separate. So I'd like to tell you about this. This is making me feel uncomfortable. Um, and and by realizing how uncomfortable it was to tell you, I've realized how weak our relationship has become because of these feelings or these thoughts that I have. Um, yeah, like, uh, yeah, th- first and foremost, build the relationship with your sister. That's what I think you should do. But I, I can see that. That's Girls, painful. What would you do if somebody came to you and said this about your other half, though? How would you receive it is what, what I'm getting at. Because I'm now thinking, oh, my yeah. God, if, if one of you came to me and said Nick's made me feel really uncomfortable... I would be absolutely mortified. I think I'd go through like the seven stages of like, I don't know how to react to it. First, I'd probably be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Then I'd be like, hang on a minute. Was he being inappropriate? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know where... How but I, I think it depends it. on who that person is because yeah. if you girls came to me, I'd instantly take weight in that because yeah. I know that you're there's no motive behind it you're just saying exactly how you feel but if it was a sister that I knew had always been competitive with me and was a bit jealous of me if it was I can think of other friends I've had that if they'd have said that to me I'd have thought my first instinct would actually be I don't believe that because of the relationship that I have with them so I think that it's hard because I think your sister if she is aware which you've said you've put you've gave many opinions over the years I think her natural instinct is to be is to stand up for the husband what I would say is I know your mum doesn't like conflict but if she has noticed this she does have a responsibility to stand up for you here because it's yeah. actually not you against your sister it's you against the husband yeah so I, yeah you would like to think that she would if it got to the point of the sister saying actually I, I don't believe this and you're saying this and that I would like to think that your mum would step in and say actually I've noticed it too because let's be honest you want to you're thinking of saying something anyway to the husband you're just wondering whether to say it to the sister there's going to be conflicts anyway you might as well have someone jump in and be on your side that might squash it and actually bring you and your sister closer together than pulling you apart further yeah totally equally as well as a mother you don't want to see your son-in-law flirting with anybody who isn't the person he's married your daughter like oh my god if he's doing this with you imagine what he's doing in the pub absolutely exactly exactly yeah that's shitty that's shitty yeah but I think there's a few points there go away with those ideas and those opinions from us and see which one you think is going to work best for you and then just go for it and like fingers crossed i really hope that your relationship with your sister is isn't damaged by this and is actually built stronger on it because yeah it's just going to be a shit situation but listen you've taken the first steps in asking for uh, advice and hopefully that helps yeah also i would say just quickly write down a list of all the things he's done so far that has felt inappropriate so that when you go in you have this like list of evidence almost instead of it just sounding like oh he's flirting with me it's like when she's like oh I don't believe you then you can be like well on this day or at this time he said this then he said this in I was gonna say in this position what I meant is like where <laughs> where you were not when he bent me over and then said hello trick or whatever oops, but, oh. oops yeah <laughs> wrong sister oh no oh god but you know what I mean like have them written down so that you you actually have got some extra weight in your argument not that you need it because you know 
your truth is your truth. But yeah, I would do that. Mm. And best of luck. Honestly, I cannot even imagine being in this scenario. So best of luck to you. As always, let us know how it goes. Okay, I've got the next dilemma in. I'm in love with my sister's husband. Oh, <gasps> oh no, no, no. Okay, I'm in love with my sister's husband. I have to say it bluntly because otherwise I'll never say it. Him and I met before him and my sister did. We always had an innocent flirt, but it never went further as we were both in relationships at the time. He became single, met my sister, and the rest is history. But the more time I spend with him, the more I know he is 100% the man I want to be with. I know you're all... Oh, it's horrible. I know you're all probably going to tell me I should stay quiet and move on, but my heart is aching for him and I just feel like I can't move on without letting him know my feelings. He's such a good guy. He would never betray my sister. But what is but what if it was us that was always meant to be? And there's a there's an emoji of like an uh face. Oh no, stop, stop right no. now. I am with you in the sense of I always believe I'm not someone that hides my feelings because I would rather get them out and be rejected than sit there and think what if. But it's your sister's husband, husband or boyfriend? I can't husband remember. Husband said husband. Husband it's right, it's no, your sister's husband. husband. You're literally making a choice over this man that you think is the man for you. And your sister, like, it's not okay. I'm sorry, it's not okay. Also, there's nothing to say that you and her husband would work out anyway. Like, yes, you got on really well. Yes, you've known each other for years and you met first. But that ship has sailed. That ship has gone. It's never gonna, it's the Titanic. It's hit an iceberg. The iceberg is your sister. It's down. It's in the sea. Nothing can be revived from that. The diamond necklace or the whatever necklace it was is never going to be found oh again. God. You need to move on. I'm sorry, you do. It's so true. This <sighs> is, this is going to go one way. I mean, but logistically, girls, like how does she, like those feelings are there. Like you can't just shut feelings off. We know that. So what are the practicalities? Like what does she need to do in order to help herself move on? Just like I mean, I'm not sure if you're seeing anybody or if you're dating anybody. It sounds awful. I suppose it's just distraction, though, really, isn't it? You haven't dealt with the problem. Is you have romanticized this? You think he yes. is the one for you? Unless you and him are having an affair or had a relationship that you never got over, you're romanticizing this because it's something that you never had. You've created this version of life that you and him could have, but. It's not real. Stop. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I'm laughing at this because Stevie used to have a go at me for this all the time. Did you see <laughs> when I'm saying like, oh, but I miss them. And she would, she'd be like, but you're missing a version of them that you've created in your head, which was so true. So I can relate to this so much from years ago when I was an absolute <laughs> little pansy. But I I get it. I, I do get it. And and she is exactly right. You haven't been together. So you're guessing what this hypothetical relationship could be like. You are romanticizing it. When you're when you're thinking about it at night or whenever you're thinking about this relationship that you could have, you're not thinking about the arguments that you might have. You're not thinking about the disagreements. You are just thinking about this romantic, amazing fantasy because that's what it is. It's a fantasy and it's not real. I know that sounds so brutal, but it isn't real. 
Yeah, and yeah, and the, you're going to rip a family apart. You're going to you're the the potential is you tell this guy that you think you're in love with him. He says thanks, but I love your sister, right? Then he now needs to tell your sister. Your sister gets pissed off with you. Yeah, there's going to be a family conflict. Or you say to him, "I'm in love with you," and he says, "You know what? I think I'm in love with you too." He breaks up with your sister. You run off together. You never speak to your sister again. And then you and him break up because he's not as amazing as you thought he was. And you can never trust him because he's just dogged your sister over. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And also, like, get yourself out there. If you if if you want to be with somebody, you know, and if you... Oh, I was just trying to think, go out and find somebody like him. But that's really weird, isn't it? But I mean, like, you <laughs> might... Has he got a brother? Does he have a <laughs> Does he have a seat? That's fucked up. Um, but no, but you like there, there are listen, there are plenty of fish out there. There are plenty of people that have all of the attributes that you think you love in this guy. There are people out there that do also have those attributes and aren't with your sister and are available and will not make you ruin your relationship. So uh, girls, that was great advice. Like I, I couldn't have put it any better. I think you really did nail it. This romanticized idea is just something that you need to mentally get over. And if you need somebody to help you do that, go and get some therapy or go and get, you know, speak to somebody that's going to like put things into a logistic uh, sense that's going to make sense in your mind. And there are tools that you can do to kind of rewire your brain into thinking down a, a straighter line and not romanticizing this so yeah yeah do do something Jade, when you said when you said go and get yourself somebody to help you I thought you need to go that's and meet someone you know, like, how'd you get over someone get under him I thought that's where you were going I mean oh, that's an option so totally viable he's better off with therapy yeah yeah I do yeah think therapy that- would be better <sighs> totally or do you know what that is that is tough because you're dealing with feelings but like yeah try and use some of those you girls you've absolutely nailed that I think I couldn't have put that any better myself it's that time of the week again people I am about to win again again it's gonna read out a line from a film book song um, and Ellie and I are going to finish that phrase um, and if we can finish it we get a point if we can name where it comes from we get another point Elle you ready I am ready okay ladies are you ready I'm letting you know now that this is from a song Jeez, oh, I'm not okay. good at songs okay it's a song I've just tried to keep it on par a little bit with uh, the theme of the weekend I hear a lot about sinners. Don't think that I'll be a saint, but I might go to the river because the way that the sky opens up when we touch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's making me say. Okay, this one's good. This bit's going to help you. The way you hold me. Hold me. No, is she frozen? No, I think we're meant to finish it and we have no clue. Oh, right. (laughs) Okay, ladies, I'm still going here. The way you hold me. Hold me, hold me, hold me. Feels so holy, holy, holy. Oh, I, is it... I, gone. Oh, hold on, L, L, you was up first. Well, I, is, is this the Justin Bieber song? Yes, it is. Holy. Yeah, it is. Well but... done, L. Can you finish okay. it? <laughs> no, I can't. This is the thing. I'm just speaking of songs called Holy. Yeah. I mean, Don't just get one point for that. You can have a point for that, Justin Bieber, holy. And I mean, to be fair, like I basically said the whole of the chorus. And it's like, 
you kind of needed to start a new verse in order to complete it because you guys just weren't getting yeah, it. Yeah, that was never going to happen. I completed no. the whole of the chorus. So you'd have to start a whole new verse, which I don't think you could do, but you've definitely got no. one point for Justin Bieber. And well, done, well done, Well done. Well <laughs> done. I was Jade... just trying to think of songs with holy in, and I was thinking it's not unholy. Sam Smith, there we go. Right, one point. That's what I was going to go with. <laughs> And Jade, God loves a trier because God we couldn't a... hear anything of what you were saying. Oh, no. oh, God. oh, God. Oh, well done, girls. Wow, that was a challenging end. I don't know what happened there with me Wi-Fi, but um, here we go. We're here. All right, girlies. Well, that's brought us to the end of this week's episode. If you have enjoyed the podcast, please do give us a like, share it with friends and family, anyone you think might be interested. But also, please do send us in your dilemmas. It's to long story short podcast 22 at gmail.com. Head over to our TikTok to see what we've been up to there. We'll be back next Tuesday. And don't forget, no story will ever be short. Bye. Bye. Bye.